Philippians 3 and 13. Philippians 3 and 13. And for those of you that were here Wednesday night, this is a continuation of what the Lord gave me because this is rhema word for all of us. Philippians 3.13 says this, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. But this what? One thing. Say, look, at, look at it and say, neighbor. There's one thing you got to do. Forgetting those things, things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Say, neighbor, I got some good news. That's the one thing that you got to learn to do. And then the next verse 14 says, I press toward the mark for the prize. Say, say that neighbor, there's a prize if you do the one thing. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Say, say, say neighbor, you're not supposed to stay low all your life. You're supposed to go higher. Amen. Amen. There's a low level, but then there's a high level. Amen. We all start out low, but at some point you got to go high. And I don't mean get rich. I got I to clarify that now. I'm not talking about intoxication. And the church said, now, this message is entitled again, Things You Must Ignore If You're Going to Succeed in Life. How many of you want success? Look, look, look around. All of them have, all, isn't everybody, don't, don't you want some success in your life? You just have, uh, say, say, neighbor, don't be so passive. You were born for success. You're not an accident. Oh, no, 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 you're not a mistake. Oh, Jesus. Say, say, neighbor, he going somewhere with this. Make sure you get it inside. Now, let's be clear and remember Romans 3.23. Ask your neighbor, can you quote Romans 3.23? For all have sinned <laughs> uh, and come short of the glory of God. That means all of us. All of us got a rap sheet. <coughs> Look at your neighbor's smile and say, neighbor, you ain't always been saved. You ain't always been saved. You ain't always been saved. You ain't always been holy. You ain't all, no, you, I, I know you smell good today. I know you look good today, but you ain't always been there. Say, say, God, that's the truth. In other words, every son and daughter of Almighty God has made mistakes or will make mistakes in your lifetime. Hmm. And in far too many sons and daughters' lives, they are getting stuck in the mistakes of the past and therefore not succeeding in the way they should in their lifetime. So one of the first things I come to alert you to is the necessity of maturing so you are able to ignore, ignore your own mistakes. Have you ever rolled with somebody and they can always tell you what you did wrong? but they, they get amnesia about their own. Oh, okay. They don't like it on this side. Have you ever been with somebody <laughs> that can always tell you about your mistakes, 
but they get amnesia about theirs. <laughs> so one of the first things I come to alert you to is the necessity of maturing so you are able to ignore your own mistakes, meaning if they can ignore theirs, you need to be able to ignore yours. And by ignore, we mean to refuse to pay attention to, to disregard. Now, I got to go here. See, what I'm trying to impart to you today is there's a reason, you know, you want success, but there's a devil that's going to always bring up your past. You know what you used to do. And what you used to do is always in the forefront of your thinking. Go to Matthew 26, 33. Let's go. This is a review, a quick review. Matthew 26, 33. Peter. Peter answered and said unto him, Though all men shall be offended because of thee, yet will I never be offended. Now, this is Peter talking to Jesus. Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee that this night before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. Peter said, Though I should die with thee, yet will I not deny thee. Likewise also said all the disciples. See, there are moments when you have pride, when you think you got it all together. Have you ever got dressed, ladies and gentlemen, and had figured out, find out later on that you, didn't, you weren't as dressed as you thought you was? I know you, 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 put, them all, you put them on the same way. You thought you put it on the, and then all of a sudden you, think, you find, you look in the mirror, oh, there's something missing. All of us have blind sides. All of us have blind sides. Men, you better learn you got blind side. That's why you need the lady to see. Oh, y'all ain't gonna help me. And ladies, you have blind side. That's why you need a brother to give You put it on, but it ain't always on, right? And the church said, amen. I'm going somewhere with this. Here we go. Though I should die with thee, yet will I not deny thee pride. Likewise also said all the disciples. See, you, every one of you in here is an influencer. Somebody going to do what they see you do. And if you're doing the right thing, it's wonderful. But if you're doing the wrong thing, you done transferred that. Oh, my goodness. Matthew 26 and 73. Talking about Peter again. Matthew 26, 73. After a while, came unto him they that stood by and said, Peter, Surely thou art all one of them, for thy speech betrayeth thee. Then began he to cuss and to swear, saying, I don't know that man. And immediately the cock crew. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And went out, and went out, and wept bitterly. There comes a time, folks, when you got to face who you really are. And you got to accept that, you know, there's some changes you got to make if you're going to have success. Peter, was, he saw Jesus do signs and wonders and miracles, and he thought he had it all together. He told Jesus, I ain't going to never leave you. I ain't going to never. And then when the hell broke loose, couldn't even find Peter. Couldn't even find. I got, I got news for you. There's some folks you ain't going to be able to find when you're in trouble. They're going to promise you, but they ain't going to be there. Mark 6, 6. That Mark 16 and 6. Mark 16 and 6. And he said unto them, Be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He's not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go your way. Tell his disciples and Peter. Wait a minute. Peter was the one that cussed. Peter was the one that said, I ain't going to never leave you. Don't even know you. But when Jesus rose, he made sure that 
his disciples and Peter, that he go before thee unto Galilee. There shall you see him as he said he unto you. Folks, no matter who you are, no matter what you have, when you make mistakes in your lifetime, you must grow and mature so you learn to ignore, so you can press on to succeed. Said another way, you are to learn from your mistakes. I told everybody to write this down. Learn from your mistakes, number one. Number two, correct them to the best of your ability. And three, move on. Number one, do what? Learn. Learn. And then number two, what? Correct them to the best of your ability. And then finally, do what? Move on. Some of us, we're learning from them, but we ain't correcting them to the best of our ability. And moving on, no, we stuck. We stuck. And the devil is happy because you're stuck. Say, say, neighbor, this is the year, 2016, of God's great breaking loose. And you're supposed to break loose into success. Acts 3 and verse 2. Acts 3 and verse 2, still talking about Peter. And a certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid it daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter, the same one that cussed, the same one that said, I ain't going to be, no, silver and gold have I not, I mean, I don't need no money. But such as I have, give thy thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Wait a minute. How you go from cussing to being able to say, you know, I don't need no money, but I got a name that's above every name. Because I, Peter made the mistake. He learned from the mistake and he corrected it to the best of his ability. Now he moved on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, some of y'all need to move on. Yeah. It, it's time for you to move on. Stop being harassed with your past mistakes. Yeah. Oh, I heard this too. Stop rolling with people that keep bringing up your past mistakes. Some of your homeboys and homegirls, they always talking about And they always reminding you that you are a mistake maker. <laughs> and he took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. He leaping up and stood and walked and entered in with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Folks, here we have an example of a person who made mistakes in, a, in his lifetime learning from them, correcting them, and moving on to success. Say, say, neighbor. At some point, you're supposed to move on to some success. And that is what Almighty God wants for each of us here in Eagle Summit. Hallelujah. Now go to Matthew 26. Let me give you the next example. Matthew 26 and 14. I'm working on something here. Matthew 26 and 14. Here we go. Then one of the twelve called Judas Iscariot went unto the chief priests and said unto them, What will you give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And they covenanted with him for thirty pieces of silver. And from that time he sought opportunity to betray him. All right, this is Judas. Now he's about to make a mistake now. Matthew 26 and 47. And while he yet spake, Lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great multitude with swords and staffs from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whomsoever I kiss, that same is he, hold him fast. And forthwith he came to Jesus and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Then came they and laid hands on Jesus and took him. Got it? 
Judas makes a mistake. He gets caught in his mistake. Matthew 27, watch what happens. Matthew 27 and verse 3. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I've sinned, I made a mistake, in that I betrayed innocent blood. And they said, what is that to us? See thou that, see thou to that. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. Say, say, neighbor. When you make a mistake, don't run from God. Run to him. Repent and go forward. Too many of you have been hanging yourself over past mistakes. Instead of going forward, you're walking backwards with your past mistakes. But when you go to God, he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. See, every day ought to be, uh, Lord, I repent. Yeah, see, you missed miss, miss that. What do you mean every day? Because almost every day, there's something that you can do wrong. Oh, Jesus. No, I'm, I'm smart. I got a PhD. Mm. Mm -mm. I, I'm, I'm intelligent. Yeah, but your intelligence can get you in trouble. Say, neighbor, remember, when you make a mistake, learn from it. Correct it to the best of your ability and move on. Ignore the past. Hallelujah. Folks, here we have what, I, what can and does happen to as many as the devil and his souls can persuade that Almighty God will never forgive them for any mistakes they have made or will make in their lifetime. Uh, it's amazing. When I'm counseling people, it's amazing how when I'm coaching them and how to, you know, da-da-da, I mean, sometimes demonic forces have them so tight they can't even forgive themselves. Because the enemy makes them feel that whatever they did is worse than somebody else did. The last time I checked, sin is just sin. Small sin, big sin. All have sin. Small mistake, big mistake. All mistakes. But if the enemy can get you verbalizing and remembering the mistakes, all you do is get... <laughs> I don't know, just, I don't know. And see, out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth speaks. By your words, you're justified. And by your words, you're condemned. Some of you condemn yourself too much. You don't know when to shut your mouth up. Zip it. If you can't say yes to the Lord, zip it. Okay. You hear the applause? I'm working on something. Why? Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So when your thinking is wrong, sooner or later your actions will be wrong. Judas, instead of running to God, repent and repenting, ran from God and killed himself the way the devil and his host wants him to. Do you know there's a devil that wants you to kill yourself? He doesn't want you to be confident. He wants you to be arrogant. Oh, see, see that, 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 he, 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 he wants you to be arrogant so you disrespect other people in your way to success. There's a difference. Being confident, you, you learned, you know that you didn't get that way by yourself. There was somebody that helped you get there. And you, you were able to say, you know, come on, you know. You can have compassion towards somebody else. Hallelujah. Say, Lord, help me to be confident without being arrogant. Hallelujah. Woo. Today, that same double and host is daily trying to make sure the sons and daughters of God never learn to mature 
and grow up in their faith so they ignore the mistakes and instead learn from them, correct them to the best of their ability and move on to greater and greater success. Say neighbor, I got some good news for you. There's some greater success with your name on it. Hmm. Now that is not a permit to go and do things that are wrong. But when you do run to God and follow his faith instructions so you can press on to another victory and not a defeat. Say, say, say neighbor. Uh, grace does not give you liberty to keep on making the same mistakes. No, 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 no. Grace is to allow you to learn from it and correct it to the best of your ability and then move on. But if you keep making the same mistakes, judgment comes. Say, God, you don't want no judgment. You want the grace. Hallelujah. Now go to Matthew 26, 36. Matthew 26, 36. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Then come up Jesus with them unto the place called Gethsemane and said unto the disciples, sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. This is Jesus taking his disciples. This is about when he's about to get ready to get crucified. And he took with him Peter and two sons, James and John, Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then said he unto them, my soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed and saying, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh to his disciples and findeth them asleep and said unto Peter, What could you not watch with me one hour? Folks, here we tap into the next thing you must learn to ignore in order to succeed in life. What is it? You must learn to grow and mature so you ignore the offenses of others. Wow. Ooh. Any of y'all got friends? Ain't one of them perfect. Okay. I said, do you have friends? Ain't none of them perfect. They're still growing. And at some time, they may bring some offenses with them. Don't lose your friendship over offenses. They growing. Oh, Jesus. Why, why, why? Now, this is what I told everybody to write down. I need you to write this down. Why, why, why do you need to uh, uh, ignore uh, the offense in order to succeed? Number one, uh, because those without, write this, because those without your memory cannot feel your pain. I know it's deep, it's true. Those without your memory cannot feel your pain. You be talking to your friend, you be trying to explain something, they don't have a memory of what you're going through. So they don't feel your pain. Number two, those who cannot feel your pain will not understand your goals. Those who cannot feel your pain will not understand your goals. And some people don't want to feel your pain. They want, they're happy because you're in pain. Mm -hmm. And number three, those who disagree with your goals will hate your decisions. Who are you rolling with that, uh, and you share your goal and they hate your decisions? Next, those who despise your decisions will become your adversaries. Oh, Jesus. And I said, finally, stop analyzing fools. Stop analyzing fools. 
You got to know when you done connect with a fool. I'm looking down because I want, sometimes I'm looking up. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, when offenses come, stop analyzing fools. That's real. I had, I had, had to learn this, you know. You know, a lot of friendships break down because you expect your friend to do something, but they don't have a memory of your pain because they ain't going through what you're going through. You got to know that. Everybody ain't trying to hurt you because they don't da-da-da-da. Sometimes they in pain and they don't, you don't understand their memory. Okay, see, there it is, there it is. Sometimes they in pain and they got memories and you got memories and that's just the way life is. Hallelujah. And you mad with them because they can't, mm-mm, no, 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 no. You got to say, that's why greater is he that's in me. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. God, what's the wisdom for this one? What's the wisdom for that one? And God has a wisdom for everybody. Say, God, I thank you. God has a wisdom. Hallelujah. I say, God has a wisdom for everybody. Sometimes you don't, you don't spend no time asking God for no wisdom, so you try to do it yourself. No, 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 God. What's the wisdom? They're about to drive me crazy, Lord. What's the wisdom? Oh, they're about to drive me crazy. But, Lord, I knew you got a wisdom because you so love the world that you get. God, what's the wisdom? They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. Oh, Jesus. Sometimes you just don't need to do nothing. But be still and know, God. I'm praying for them, Lord. Help them, Lord. And the Lord will help them and give you peace. You know, one of the greatest things to do is to be able to have joy all the time. Look at your neighbor, smile. Say, smile. Joy. See, look at Look, look, say, say neighbors, I say smile. Show me them pearly whites. All right. Okay. Eagle Summit, it's God's will that we prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. So add these two faith instructions to your daily faith or routine of success. Okay, now. Here's where I wanted to come to today. Go to Genesis 37. Genesis 37. In case you didn't know, Genesis is the first book of the Bible. Genesis 37 and verse 1. Say, neighbor, don't choke when you get this one. Genesis 37 and 1 says this. And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger, in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob, Joseph being 17 years old. Uh, how old is Joseph? 17. Say it again. How old is he? 17. 17 years old, was feeding the flock with the brethren, and the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives, and Joseph brought unto his father evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. Why? Because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream and told it to his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here I pray thee this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we uh, were binding sheaves in the field. And lo, a sheep arose and all stood upon, upright. And behold, all sheaves stood round about and made obeisance to my sheep. And his brethren said unto him, Shall thou indeed reign over us? Or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. For his what? Dreams and his words. For his dreams and his words. Eagle Summit, oh, get this. The very next important thing you must learn to ignore 
if you're going to succeed in life, is any disrespect from your family. Ignore any disrespect from your family. Why? Because one of God's higher ways is to give us a family to help prepare us for your enemies. Oh. One of God's higher ways is to give us a family to help prepare us for our enemies. In other words, your family is your first real life school. Ooh, Jesus. Your family is your first real life school. In our opening text, we meet Joseph just being who he was, the way he was at 17 years of age. Folks, when you're 17, you, you, any of y'all ever been 17? Any of y'all want to be 17? <laughs> I mean, when you're 17, you're 17. You got teenage-itis on you. You got it on you. He was growing up and discovering who he was and who he was becoming. And in that time and season of his life, there were things he knew and things he didn't know about life and living. When you're 17, you think you know everything. I remember when I was 17. I thought, mom and dad don't know too much when I'm 17. When you're 17, mom and daddy, mama, you don't even know, mm, you don't, mm, mm, 17. Okay? He's 17 years of age, and um, he's in a family. Got it? Likewise, you and I will have times and seasons just like that in our own individual and collective lives. And folks, because of that, one of our first real-life lessons in our families is learning how to, get this, please get this, write this down, learning how to survive in a family blind of your difference. Blind of your difference. How to survive in a family blind of your difference. Look at me. Mamas are different from daddies. And daddies are different from mamas. Brothers are different from sisters. And sisters are different from brothers. And in the family, you're supposed to learn how to respect differences. Sometimes daddy ain't there and all you got is mama. Praise the Lord. Sometimes mama ain't there. Sometimes all you got is daddy. And then when you grow up and you realize you don't know the difference of the other, you in a mess. Ain't nothing wrong with them. They just different. And you got to learn how to flow with difference. Because you're blind to it. And the devil happy because you're blind. And a hush. Genesis 37, 17. Let's go. Learn how to survive in the family blind of your difference. Genesis 37, 17. And the man said, they are departed hence, for I heard them say, let us go to Dothan. And Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dothan. And when they saw him afar off, even before they came near, they conspired against him to slay him. And they said one to another, behold, this dreamer comes, this dreamer comes. Come now, therefore, and let us slay him and cast him into the pit. And we will say, some evil beast has devoured him. And we will see, uh, we shall see what will become of his dreams. And Reuben heard it and said, and he delivered him out of the hands and said, let us not kill him. And Reuben said unto them, shed no blood, but cast him into the pit. 
that is in the wilderness and laid no hands upon him that he might rid him out of the hands uh, of their hands to deliver him to his father again. Got it? Oh, Jesus. Folks, when you have a destiny and a purpose, Almighty God will always have supernatural ways to protect and defend you whether you know it or not. Say, neighbor, there's a supernatural way that God has been protecting you all your life, whether you knew it or not. Hallelujah. Because you have a victory ahead of you. You have success ahead of you. There's destiny beyond where you are. Say, God, I love you because you first loved me. Oh, my God, watch this. Genesis 37, come on, 37, 26. Genesis 37, 26. And Judah said unto his brethren, what profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites. And let us not, and let not our hands be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh. And his brethren were content. Then there passed by Midianites, merchantmen, and they drew and lift up Joseph out of the pit and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver. And they brought Jesus and they brought Joseph to, into Egypt. Got it? Eagle Summit, living in and with your family is your first real life test. I got news for you. When I Share it with my mama, I was going to be a preacher. She looked at me like I was crazy. You're going to be a preacher? Ooh, thought I was crazy? I thought I was too. <laughs> and she thought it was, oh jeez, I won't go there. <laughs> Are you understanding? When you're on your road to success, your family is your first testing zone. They sold him, sold him, and they're thinking he's dead. They don't, they don't know that he's being positioned for greatness. My God. Genesis 37, let's go. 37, 29. And Reuben returned to the pit, and behold, Joseph was not in the pit, and rent his clothes. And he returned unto his brethren and said, the child is not. And I, whither shall I go? And they took Joseph's coat and killed a kid of the coat and dipped the coat in his blood. My goodness. And they sent the coat for many colors uh, and they brought it to their father and said, This we found. Now, no, not now, whether it be thy son's coat or no. They lying. And he knew it and said, It's my son's coat. An evil beast has devoured him. Joseph is without doubt rent in pieces. And Jacob rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his loins and mourned for his sons many days. And all of his sons and all the daughters rose up to comfort him. But he refused to be comforted. And he said, for I will go down into the grave unto my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him. Got it? Folks, everything you face in society is already in your family. Oh, let me say that again. Everything you face in society is already in your family. That is why before the foundation of the world, the Lord has already made a real life plan for each of us that will manifest as we each learn to daily walk by faith and not by sight. As we learn to become willing and obedient, huh? to his daily faith instructions. Said another way, the people that know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. Say, that's me, say, that's me, that's me, that's me. Genesis 37, 36, I'm on my way, come on. And the Midianites sold him into Egypt unto Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh and captain of the guard. Folks, if you can survive your family, your future is guaranteed. Hey, I said if you, can, if you can survive your family, 
Your future's guaranteed. How many survivors we got in here? <laughs> Come on. That's real, folks. If you can survive your family, your future is guaranteed. Oh, my God, my God. Genesis 39 and 2. Here we go. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hands. And Joseph found grace in his sight, and he served him, and he made him overseer over his house and all that he had put into his hands. Folks, here we have Joseph surviving his family and flowing in success without his family even knowing that he was still alive. Ooh, you got to understand, when you have destiny, there's going to be times your family won't even know you're alive. When I, when I came to Durham, my family didn't know that I was alive. They ain't never been here. You understand? Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor. Say, say neighbor. You got a destiny too. It's written all over you. Holla. Here we have Joseph surviving his family, and flowing in success without his family even knowing that he was still alive. Genesis 42 and 6, here we go. I'm working on closing. And Joseph was the governor over the land, and he, it was that sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brethren came and bowed down themselves before him with their faces to the earth. And Joseph saw his brethren, and he knew them. He saw his brethren, and he knew them but made himself strange unto them and said unto them, whence come ye? And they said from the land of Canaan to buy food. And Joseph knew his brethren, but they knew him not. Oh, Jesus. That on your way to success, there are going to be some times and seasons you're going to be better off than your family and they gonna, you're gonna, mm, and you, got to, you, you just got to know how to be, be, be chill. And Joseph remembered the dreams which he had dreamed of them. And said unto them, Are ye spies to see the nakedness of the land you are come? And they said unto him, Nay, my Lord, but to buy food are thy servants come. Oh, my God. Folks, as I begin to close today, this message is entitled, Things You Must Ignore If You're Going to Succeed in Life. When it, becomes, when it comes to your family, their first focus will be to eliminate your difference. When it comes to your family, their false focus, focus will be to eliminate your difference. You ain't supposed to be different from mama. You ain't supposed to be different from daddy. That ain't true. Their assignment was to get you here. They got you here now. <laughs> but the good news is that with God, your difference has great value and importance in your lifetime. Say, neighbor, some good news. It's all right for you to be different. Do your difference. Yours. Moreover, someone will need, now, 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 here's a great part. Someone will need your difference in order to make a difference. Somebody needs your difference in order to make a difference. Oh, I'm different. Somebody need my difference to make a difference. Y'all ain't loving me. What's mine? Difference is part of the journey. You got to know your difference and stay, say neighbor, stay in your lane of your difference. Then Genesis 45 and verse 1. Genesis 45, 1 confirms this. Then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him. And he cried, caused every man to go out from me. And there stood no man with him while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. 
and he wept aloud and the Egyptians and the house of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph, doth my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him for they were troubled at his presence. When your difference reaches a peak, when your difference makes a difference, folk choke. Folk choke. Folk will choke when you reach the pinnacle of your difference. Oh, Jesus. And Joseph said unto his brethren, come near to me, I pray thee. And they came near and he said, I'm Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. Now, therefore, be not grieved. Wait a minute. Nor angry with yourself that you sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. What are you doing that's about preserving somebody's life? The reason my daddy saved is because I led him to the Lord. The reason my mom went to heaven because I led her to the Lord. He ain't know nothing about no Jesus. He ain't want nothing about no Jesus. But God, say neighbor, your difference does matter. Oh, yes, it does. For these two years, my God, now therefore be not grieved nor angry with yourself that you're, you're, you sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. For these two years hath the famine been in the land. And yet there are five years in which there shall neither be earring or nor harvest. And God sent me before you to preserve you a, a posterity in the light and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you that sent me hither. I got news for you. <laughs> See, when you are on your way to success, it's God that's sending you. It was not you that sent me, but God. For he had made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord over all his house and ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Eagle Summit, every one of you sitting here today has a life purpose and destiny to fulfill in your lifetime, everyone, everyone. But just like Joseph, you may grow and mature, you must grow and mature to allow the difference to count regardless of the life test or trials that come to make you stronger and push you into the place of victory and great success. I'm telling you, many of you sitting here are in that place right now. And God is pushing you, pushing you into greatness. Stop being mad because you're different. Do your difference and soar. Yes. Tell that person sitting next to you, and around you that like Jesus, they say like Jesus, you must grow and learn to ignore any disrespect from your family. Tell them to remember your family is your first real life school where you learn to overcome your enemies. Mm. Tell them if you learn to survive your family, your futures, with the help of the Lord, is guaranteed to be of great value and importance. Tell them the good news. Come on. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you become a part of his family too. That way, all things, all things, negative things, positive things become possible in Jesus' name. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take your neighbor by the hand because we're going to pray. We want them chains broken. Hallelujah. Say, God, I receive this rhema word, changing my life for the better. I admit I've made mistakes. 
I ask for your ability to learn from those mistakes and correct them to the best of my ability and move on. Help me to ignore the pain of the past, the mistakes of the past, and keep advancing. Help me to value my difference, even when my family disrespects it, even when they're blind of it. I thank you that greater is ahead of me. I thank you. I'm blessed to be a blessing. In the name of Jesus, from this moment forward, I'm pressing towards my mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Holy Ghost, arise. Overflow. Overflow. Overflow in every area of my life. I'm blessed to be a blessing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. For those of you that have been viewing this broadcast, we want you to know that God loves you. May the word not return void, but may it accomplish that to which has been sent. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord one more time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Close your eyes for a minute. I want to repeat, oh, repeat this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess you with my mouth. I believe on you in my heart. Forgive me for any sin. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, I welcome you. Lead me like you led Jesus beside still waters and into green pastures. Help me to be more than a conqueror. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Yes! Hallelujah! Hallelujah!